AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship semi-final. Kilmacud Croaks versus St Mullins. With thanks to the award-winning Chuck Dolman Pub and Restaurant, serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting. Yeah, thanks very much, Shane. We're up and running here. Long ball from Jack Cavanagh towards Marty Cavanagh. This is a bit of an inflection in towards the goalkeeper, Eddie Gibbons, for Kilmacud Croaks. And he knocks it down the field. We'll get the two lineups in a moment. But the referee from Ockram, uh, John Keenan, wasn't hanging around here. We've started after a minute silence for the late coming Luke Lasquell, Sean McCaig, and the late Vicky Phelan of uh, Mooncoin in Kilkenny. We're up and running. Set Mullins playing from right to left down towards the hill 16. Goal, the man challenging for the ball is Philip Connors. Comes back across Dawson. Mullins win the break here. It's a good run by Jericho. The errors done by the big Carlos support here. Flicks it back out towards James Dyle. James Dyle knows where the goal is here. Scored a string of scores against uh, Antrim in a Christie ring here a number of years ago. But Terence Kelly joins me. And Terence Kelly, that was a splendid move by St Mullins. But like Michael said about Nace in the first half, you have to get your finish. And that should have been a score, but St Mullins put it wide. Yeah, it should have been a score. Like, you know, drifted out to the right and wide. Like, you know, but St Mullins have started brightly, like, even though uh, the boys are on the attack now. Here come Kilmacud Crocs, rolling Hayes. Dublin player three inter-county players Fergal Whiteley and Oshina Rohr coming in across the end line and Kevin Kyo put out the stick to make sure that was going nowhere it went wide on the opposite side of the goal that it was struck from and it's going to be a puck out to the St Mullins men the line out St Mullins with Kevin Kyo in goal John Dorn, Paul Dyle Gary Bennett in the full back line Paddy O'Shea Michael Walsh the captain and Jerry Cody at number 7 Jack Cavan and Paddy Kyo in the middle of the park Philip Connors James Dyle and Connor Kyo in the half forward line with Jason O'Neill Marty Cavanagh and Pat Ball and here comes St Mullins that's two wides two wides Tarrant Nace had a bit of a start like this earlier on but I think we're coming back for a free there was an advantage coming here bright start by Philip Connors but it's a free in from inside the 45 Marty Cavanagh will come to take this good positive start from St Mullins yeah good positive start you know they'll be disappointed they had two good chances even though the referee called it back and it's a free and Marty's coming out from the edges of the square to take this free huge day for them Terrence it's uh, their first time ever in Croke Park it's huge, huge. and Kilmacud I suppose are looking to get here with their footballers next week but uh, a lot of people are saying it's a 50-50 class for me I wouldn't be surprised if St Mullins won this and I think you're thinking the same oh, yeah it's a fact like it's a huge day for the club for the parish and for the families like you know it's the first time here and uh, you know as I said that there's so many people behind him and Marty hopefully get him off to a bright start here Brendan well here he is Marty Kavanagh inside the 45 into the hill 16 end he will take this free they've had two wides already St Mullins here's Marty looking for his opening score here in Croke Park here's the lift from Marty there's the strike and that's gone in and over the bar and Marty Kavanagh gets the Carlo men off the mark here it's uh, great to see him at the st- on the top stage today there's a few players out there that have played in Division 1 for Carlow they've played in Joe Max they've played in League Finals they've played in Christie Ring Finals here at headquarters and it is a puck out to the Kilmacud goalkeeper Eddie Gibbons Eddie Gibbons Brian Sheehy in the full back line Dara Butler he's a dual star actually he's on their football team Brian Sheehy so if they get to the final will he play football or hurling next week will he play both here comes Dara Purcell for Kilmacud Crooks into the middle of the park Brian Hayes Brian Hayes laces one down into the corner racing onto it as their 15 break Brendan Scanlon Brendan Scanlon tries to turn back a great defence on Paul Dyle that's one of the men played in Division 1 he showed all of it there out to Jack Cavanagh Jack Cavanagh to the man on the wing half forward position that's uh, Connor Kyo Connor wearing 12 today he was in the middle of the field last week but his ball forward it wasn't distributed brilliantly Kilmacud Crokes win it back it's a lively start Fergal Whiteley Fergal Whiteley the Dublin inter-county player he skated past Paddy O'Shea fires in a shot he makes it one point apiece that's experience Fergal Whiteley he's a Dublin inter-county player I mentioned these Oshina were up inside him and Brendan Scanlon one point apiece good score but he just caught Paddy O'Shea wrong footed there turns it was a good finish you've seen yeah. him playing before I have indeed like yeah, the three inter-county players as you said 12-15 and number 11 but I'm just saying no a good score from the, from the left hand side of the post but uh 
Here's Paddy Boland. Paddy Boland to Jack Kavanagh. Looking to get the ball into Mouse. Mouse Kavanagh's inside. Goal chance. Oh, he's given a free out. And Mouse had hit the back of the net. He'd given the free out for a push. It was a, it was a push, it I think. It was a push. It was a push. It was a push. Wasn't yeah. a lot in it. He still had to get the finish. But John Keenan gave the free out. Marty, you remember John Keenan. He gave a free to... UL against Carroll under Fitzgibbon Cup IT Carroll at the time under Fitzgibbon Cup <laughs> spoke to John since and he said he didn't think the Waterford fella had scored it but he scored it and broke Carlo Hearts that night in, in IT Carroll but anyway John is a well recognised referee a Wicklow man here's Seth Mullins it started really well it's one point apiece here and this game brought you with thanks to Chuck Dolman award winning Chuck Dolman pub and restaurant here goes Seth Mullins was that a free in? no the referee didn't want to know anything about that one Eddie Gibbons the Goalkeeper for Kilmacut knocks it downfield. Fergal Whiteley, he's lively. Sent Mullins will have to keep tabs on him. Man coming through the middle of the park was the wing half back, Brian Sheehy. Sheehy sends it downfield. Sent Mullins man held. That could be a free out. Jack Cavanaugh was definitely held that time. Jack Cavanaugh was definitely held. Good refereeing, good refereeing, John Keane. Now, Jack had an outstanding game last time in Netwatch Cullen Park. The high fielding from St. Mullins was second to none. And I think Turns have had a good positive start here, six minutes on the clock. Good, yeah, a good positive start. Like, you know, they missed a couple of scores early on. Like, you know, but Kevin Kehoe's coming out to take this re in. Kevin just got married a week ago, Brendan, so he's Congrats. home from his honeymoon. Congratulations to Kevin, home from the honeymoon. He brought off a cracking save against Ferns to keep St. Mullins in the game at Netwatch Cullen Park a fortnight ago. Here's the free from Kevin. Kevin in the goal keeping up a great family tradition that's a massive strike by Kevin right down on top of the D up goes Mouse Kavanagh breaking the ball in field racing onto it is James Dyle James Dyle lovely first touch James Dyle ball is won off the stick of the uh, corner back a uh, right half back Keane McGowan of Kilmacud Crokes but he knocks it back to the goalkeeper goalkeeper knocks it downfield to Brian Hayes Brian Hayes is in the middle of the field Brian Hayes is in the middle of the field and uh, there's 30 seconds left in the camogie we'll be handing back to Martin in a moment just after this move because here come Kilmacud Crocs Michael Roach he's going to get the free in I'd say they're going to score Martin Quilty yeah thanks for that Brendan that ball is sent in there by Sophie O'Dwyer we just had a moment extra here because Cueva Jordan is in it just as we speak and referee Ray Kelly has blown the full time whistle and it is victory here for James Stevens. 1-7 to James Stevens, 5 points to Moishal disappointment for Moishal in the Leinster final but James Stevens will now march on against Castlegar in a fortnight's time all of their supporters the players come out it was a great win for James Stevens. so while it was disappointing Brennan for one of the Carlo teams here you never know with St Mullins against Kilcud so we will hand it back to you but currently it is full time here from Clayton and James Stevens have won the Leinster final on a final scoreline of 1-7 to Michels 5 points Brendan back to you in Crow Park Thank you very much Martin well just as you say that Kilmacud Crokes have sent that ball in and over the bar so it's 2 points has he sent it over the bar Terence it's not on the scoreboard yet 7 minutes on the clock it's not registered, so yeah, yep, not he obviously, you know, Martin had uh, suspicions over a goal, so it's a wide ball. It's a wide ball, Brendan. Here come Kilmacud, it's still one point apiece. Downfield it comes. Gary Bennett picked up a yellow card, meanwhile, a few moments ago. Paul Dyle comes out, nice bit of defending from the big man. Here he comes again, Paul Dyle. Got a touch on that, but Kilmacud get even a better touch. Paul has just got to keep his discipline, try and keep Fergal Whiteley at bay. He gets away inside Jared Cody. Now Kilmacud come back, but look who came back there and won the ball. James Dyle. James Dyle has come out, just getting an advantage here. It's a great ball downfield. If Martin Kavanagh lights on this, anything can happen. Here goes the mouse inside the 20 metre line. Lovely first touch. Marty Kavanagh turns back in field. Marty Kavanagh still going. There's the shot. The sting is taken out of it. Where's the slitter gone? Back out field. Gets a second bite of the cherry. Oh, it's a wide ball. St. Mullins have got glorious 
chances here in the opening exchanges he really done well but Terence they should have got something out of that and they yeah, didn't yeah they should have you know, in fact Marty had a shot he went for a goal and they came off the shoulder off one of the defenders like it broke out against one of the players and he sent it wide at least they're a little bit disappointed there because like they had a massive chance certainly had here's the puck out for Kilmacud Crocs it's short from Eddie Gibbons out to Keane McGowan and wing half back puts the hand pass back into his full back his full back is Dara Butler wearing number three all the way back to the keeper Eddie Gibbons Eddie Gibbons with a long long ball all the way downfield looking for Brendan Scanlon right over in the far side breaking ball favours Crooks looked like they had an extra man in that move Dara Purcell Dara Purcell switching back to Oshin O'Rourke he scored 11 the last day he's got another one Oshin O'Rourke he's a top class player this fella there's a right bit of hurling for Dublin as well and Oshina O'Rourke gets his second of the afternoon or first of the afternoon three points to Kilmacud Croaks one point to St Mullins good score O'Rourke yeah good score like O'Rourke has been a marksman for a while like you know he's done very very well as I said an inter-county player Brendan that was a cracking score for him certainly was a cracking score here's the ball downfield St Mullins coming on to this ball but Kilmacud Croaks mopping it up and tidying up very well St Mullins just have to stop them coming forward they're coming forward with pace the hand pass puts a man in space as well it's Fergal Whiteley again cuts back in field they've got good runners right around the park this one is going to be to the right and wide though it's just gone to the right and wide and if you haven't heard James Stevens have defeated Michael in the Camogie and Clan and Paddy and Edel Murphy are tuning into the St Mullins match from New York City mighty fine three points Kilmacud Crokes one point St Mullins St Mullins did get the chances turns but Kilmacud Crokes have taken theirs yeah that's right even though Brian Hayes had a very very bad miss that in Britain he was after cutting through he was only 30 metres out and he sent it wide from a close angle yeah there's plenty of pace in this Kilmacud Crokes team here's Dara Purcell plenty of pace knocks it into the half forward position Oshina Rook lights on this one St Mullins got to cut him out here Paul Dyle's done well but he gets away he gets away good defending St Mullins stood up they were disciplined turning it around right over to the man in the middle of the park that's Paddy Kyo back in the right corner back position but Paddy's distribution hasn't been good he knocked it straight down on top of Dara Butler of Kilmacud Crocs Butler comes back sends it to Dara Purcell Purcell back into the middle of the park running onto it is Kyle and Conway the captain of Kilmacud Crocs he's a kid dog and off his left hand side he floats it in he floats it over the bar and Kyle and Conway is on the score sheet they're slick they're good they're fast Kilmacud Crocs and they've got a three point lead turns. I know it's only a puck of a ball but it's lovely hurling ten minutes are gone yeah it's true like you know the, the same one as half back line are being brought all over the place and uh, you know it's a little bit uncomfortable for him at the present time that was a good score from the wing forward there Keelan Conway certainly was a good score there's an injury here I think it's Mick Walsh the captain Michael Walsh and yeah Michael is receiving a bit of attention there of course the management team Morris Elward uh, Paul Keogh selector Gerald Lennon Thomas Dyle and Alan Roach you would have heard Alan on with Eddie Scally on Friday night previewing the weekend here comes Kevin Keogh with the puck out big ball right down on top of the half forward line now they've got to be winning this ball here St Mullins James Dyle has gone looking for it he's wearing number 11 this afternoon back it comes towards Gerald Cody Gerald's got plenty of experience he sends it right way across the far side of the park racing onto it here goes Connor Keogh Connor Kyo's racing through goal chance for Conor Kyo feeds it back it's, oh that's a penalty that's, that's a, a penalty that could be a sending off as well well it's a yellow card oh he caught him by the face shield that's, that's at least a yellow card if not sending up oh that was a bad foul but if we're bearing down that was going to be a goal for St Mullins I mean that's that. this could be a red card turns yeah it could be a red card in fact and it should be it should be but will it be it, it should was, be a red card a let's see what John Keane is going to do it could be yellow it's, it's yellow, yellow. it's, it's yellow, yellow. I tell you one thing, that Kilmacud Crocs man saved his team's bacon there. Just watch it again. Oh, that's a blatant challenge. That's a terrible challenge. That's Yellow card. Yeah, it looked like Lebrennan. He just caught him under the neck. He caught him by the, I presume the face guard, Brendan, and mm. swung him to the ground. Marty has the penalty. Marty has the penalty. So penalty for St Mullins to put them on parity with Kilmacud Crocs. We're into the 12th minute. 
places it outside the 20 metre line Marty Kavanagh he's up against Eddie Gibbons here he goes there's the lift there's the straw oh, Marty Kavanagh he fell off of that ball and he's put it to the right and wide he's put it to the right and wide turns Kelly we've never seen him do that before but he's done it today but he's only human he's only human you know, I, I don't think I have seen him miss a penalty to be honest with you like you know but I'm just saying it's unfortunate listen, but Marty's a big player he'll come back and that's a wide ball as well for Kilmacud Crocs wide ball from Fergal Whiteley Fergal Whiteley sends that one to the right and wide four points Kilmacud Crocs one point to St Mullins that's a sucker punch you mean you've got yeah, to get something from a penalty you know, like he's, such, he's such a hurler like you know you feel sorry for him but listen he's a big player and he will come back don't here's worry. Paul Dial down the field it comes great take by the corner forward Paddy Boland Paddy Boland goes some distance that's a super strike from Paddy Boland that's an excellent score from Paddy Boland that's not a bad strike that was a good point yeah listen he's a cracking hurler Paddy Boland is a huge big man great hands so he has and uh, you know as I said that was a great score and a delight for him yes indeed it was a super score great take Michael Walsh comes in to join us here Michael said Mullins like Nace have got a good start but they missed the chances and Marty's missed a penalty but there should be a few points up yeah the, the missed chances again like in the first game uh, the penalty was just an awful effort very unlike him and hopefully it won't affect his confidence they have the beatings of him in there every time the ball goes in there's no doubt about it well in the game all the all to play for still yeah what have, you, what have you made in the first 13 minutes Mike yeah no it's been decent enough now um, but uh, and that's a high challenge uh, so ones have come back into it well as I said they missed the penalty and uh, you know but it's, it's a tight game it's an even game and it can go anywhere the main reason they called you in neutral view the challenge for the penalty red uh, or yellow off all day we're sending off red card yeah, I thought so yeah red card all day didn't give it didn't give it right turns that's Michael Walsh's view yeah. we're like a neutral view but he's shouting for Carlo today yeah well, <laughs> you know well if you go near the helmet technically like it, yeah. uh, it is a sending off yeah but uh, you know he, he he didn't give it and but it's high whether it. he cut the helmet or not yeah, is another thing here, the close tackle here's a free well Michael has just said as long as it doesn't affect him missing the penalty this is the man and he has to be Marty he's outside the 45 he's got to get his four points to Crocs two points to St Mullins they're well in the game turns they're well in the game and like and I think he will get this like you know he's a hurler he has huge ability so he has like and uh, you know here we go he fell off that again just, he's, 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 his stance is not great at the minute Marty but he got he's, it Brendan he got it he got it but he's just not Marty as in Marty that we see every Sunday he fell off that a little bit but he's got it five points to two Jack has started very well there in the middle of the P2 Brennan he's up to getting three or four very good balls that should be four points to three yeah the scoreboard has changed four points to three here comes Kilmacud Crocs on the attack good defending on the far side Paddy O'Shea he'd have blinder against the Fernsman but the breaking ball favours Crocs this time to cut off the flight pad there good hook from behind St Mullins worked hard here's Jack Kavanagh out he comes with the ball sends it down into the Hill 16 end but there's nobody there Paddy Boland was too far out away from the goal Croke send the ball back across the 45 metre line over towards their full back the texts are flying in from people watching it on the television they were looking for red it's yellow it's over and done but now we can forget about it Dara Purcell comes forward Dara Purcell for Kilmacud Crokes from distance sends the ball downfield but that's gone to the right and wide now turns looking at what we've seen there was a bit of pace from Fergal Whiteley Ocean O'Rourke at the start that's steady down St Mullins have got the chances they've missed the penalty realistically there's nothing between those two sides down there four yeah, points so to three point I, on the scoreboard 15 minutes gone I'm very happy for St Mullins like they're playing very well like you know they've got more chances well it was four wides to three in favour of the Crokes but you know St Mullins are playing really really well they're battling hard here come Kilmacud Crokes that ball was handled on the ground not once but twice but play continues here's Gary Bennett and son of the great late the great Carroll legend Ned Gladney for tuned in down there Ned that's a great score this man is playing well his name was Michael Roach he wasn't the start but he started in front of Davy Crow 
He started in front of Davy Crow. Gary Bennett is back. He's loads of experience. Terry's played very well over the last number of years, particularly the last time they got to a Leinster final. Yeah. And he has the experience to play in Croke Park. But Crokes are just that little more efficient when they yeah. go for a goal. Here they go again. Ronan Hayes, dangerous man. Dublin player as well. Racing up towards the 45. He's sprinting away. Ronan Hayes is going to go for a goal here. Kevin Kyo comes across. A took a deflection. It is a 65. It is a 65. It will be a 65 to Kilmacud Crokes. And the referee is going in. Gary Bennett is the only is the only change from from this from the first round. Brendan he comes in the corner back in yeah, place. John Dial. In place of John Dial. Yeah, because yeah. they've moved uh, they've moved Potty into the middle of the park. That's right, Brendan. Yeah. Yeah. So the referee, I think the referee has lost one of his watches or something. He goes back behind. He spotted something on the field. John Keenan turns the penalty. Okay, he missed it. Uh, the sending off is a big it wasn't a sending off uh, in the end but everyone feels it should but that's a huge talking point a huge talking point like you know as I said it, it is a huge talking point if you go near the helmet now at all apparently like it is a straight right end of story no if he didn't like, catch the helmet it was a high tackle either way yeah well, he cut the helmet or cut him under the neck I don't know but it was it was like a close line tackle he just was grounded he was swung to the ground oh Sheen O'Rourke sends the 65 in he's got it he's yep. got it just wait for the white flag turns don't make the people at home panic wait for the white <laughs> flag if it's a point it's a point we all fall onto that. He's got the 65. He's got the 65. Two for Ocean O'Rourke. Six points to three. Kilmacud Crokes lead. 17 minutes gone here in the opening half in Croke Park. Shamrock's already into the final. Here come St Mullins inside the 45 metre line. That wasn't stylish. It wasn't fancy. Good defending by the cornerback. Brian Sheehy. He's a big out. man. It is a free out. Brian Sheehy, a dual star, as I've said. He's on the football team with Kilmacud Crokes. He's playing right cornerback for the hurlers to have a free and they're going to go quickly. Out under the Cusick stand descended. Now the rocket launcher comes in from Fergal Whiteley it's a massive ball sends it in cute play found the man in space Whiteley's got his third all of their half forward line are on the score sheet Quill and Conway with one Oshina Rook with two including a 65 two from Fergal Whiteley and the scoreboard reads seven points Kilmacud Crokes three points to St Mullins two from Ardley Cavanagh one from Paddy Boland here goes St Mullins they're trying to get James Dial into the game this man has started well too Paddy Boland they're all foraging for possession down there now Boland is included so is Marty Cavanagh but out comes the Dublin midfielder with it Brian Hayes Marty Cavanagh has it back somehow he's looking back down the field shorten the grip on the stick fed it back in field his pass wasn't terrific tidied up by Kean Okasik for a Kilmacud takes a hefty shoulder from Marty Cavanagh out comes Okasik he's still running gets it as far as Dara Purcell runs downfield Jericody is there gets a little bit of a ground strike in Mick Walsh the captain comes across St Mullins tidied up Jack Cavanagh here comes Cavanagh bursting through the middle Declan is tuned in in Australia big ball downfield tidied up by Mark Rogan the centre back of Kilmacud Crocs he gets it to Fergal Whiteley this fella might have a go from here he's a quality player Whiteley big big ball from him down into the corner St Mullins have got to be careful here John Dorn stayed with his man but he turns and he strikes and it's another score for Brendan Scanlon and Kilmacud Crokes are opening a bit of a gap here in the opening half 19 minutes gone 8 points to Kilmacud Crokes 3 points to Seth Mullins they're moving well turns yeah cracking score from the young lad like you know he's he very very pacey John Dorton he's been a warrior for many many years but the pace of that chap caught him out that time good score from the corner forward there Brendan Scanlon so there's a change on the Kilmacud Crokes team Michael Roach is coming not Michael Roach Keen Ryan is coming in wearing number 19 Michael is yeah. on already and number 4 is going to happen and uh, Bill O'Carroll Bill O'Carroll is leaving the field so 19 for 4 he's in so here comes the ball outfield from Kevin Kyo dropping downfield here is the uh, Kilmacud men tidying this one up have a little bit of space in the middle of the park and they've turned it around through Brian Hayes Brian Hayes comes back back 
sends it across to the far side now here comes Kilmacut they've plenty of space over there on the far side Seth Muller's just standing back a small bit at the moment there's a man in space on the far side it's Fergal Whiteley and he will score turns I can't believe the space yeah. they're getting on that far side yeah, it's, they're yeah. just, it's just he, you cannot give him the space that he's getting it's Fergal's third point I think Brendan third from play and yeah, yeah you know, he's a track and forward very very pacey and he was, you know, he's, he's all over the place so when they meet at the field he's in corner forward he's running all over the place good hurler John Dorn has gone into full back John wearing two most experienced man on the St Mullins team today sends the ball downfield it's back, comes back with interest though all the way back towards Brendan Scanlon he's got one already he's outside and inside the 45 floats this one in That's this fine. time it's gone to the right and wide Kilmacud Crooks whites have been scarce yeah, five wides Brendan's a three this game brought to you thanks to the award winning Chuck Dolman pub and restaurant serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting St Mullins back in their own corner back position Gary Bennett he's done well here Gary Bennett fl- oh Paul Dyle Kempford but he left it behind him he has to kind of win this one back he hasn't Kilma could have it to and Hayes trouble here trouble here and St Mullins are in real trouble early in this game it was a mistake in the defence they're in serious trouble it's 1-9 to the Crocs three yeah. points to St Mullins and turns some players haven't got going yet but yeah. to be fair to Kilmacud Crocs they've started this well but that was a clear mistake in the defence yeah, and when you give a man like Ronan Hayes with experience that he has possession like that he's blown away St Mullins with his goal 1-9 to 3 yeah listen Gary Bennett wouldn't, wouldn't want to look at it on the screen like he had two chances of clearing the ball he tried to tap the inside of the player got lost on the way in and uh, the result was up on the scoreboard 1-9 Three points. Yeah, Crocs are flying here at the moment. Balls across towards Oshin O'Rourke. Oshin O'Rourke gets it back. It looks at the post from distance. And they're That's absolutely on fire at the moment. They're playing very well, Kilmacud Crocs. And St Mullins are in a bit of trouble, turns. I hate yeah. saying it, but yeah. they're in a bit of trouble. So do I, but I'm just saying they're in a lot of trouble. As I said, that goal was a bit of a signal to them, like, because, you know, they were, like, they, were, they were fairly competitive, like, but that goal has taken the sting out of yeah, the field. The penalty as well. They're a little bit loose. Yeah, Paddy Boland. Uh, Paddy, no. Didn't work out either. Nothing going right for them. Kilmacud Crocs hunting impacts. This is Quayle and Conway. He's a point scorer as well. The referee's going to give him an advantage here. Yeah, yeah Jack got kind of tangled up in him as he was going through. And uh, it's a free in for Kilmacud Crocs. Yeah, they're, moving, the they're moving fairly well at the moment. One ten to Kilmacud Crocs. Three points to St Mullins. There was two players tangled up there. From what I can see on my monitor, looking back at it. But it is a free for the Kilmacud Crocs men and it's going to be a free from the middle of the park into the canal end here in Croc Park so here's the lift good long steady look at the post man to take it is Oshin O'Rourke good striker the ball Oshin and that's gone straight over the black spot Kevin Keogh all he could do is look up at that one it's another one for Oshin yeah that's four Brendan he's doing really really well there. that's, a, that's, a, that's a 10 point lead that's hard to draw back there it is indeed like you know it is a bit of a it's an 11 point like lead now yes, yeah, it's 11 points Brendan yeah Yeah. considering the chances St Mullins had in the beginning three wides and a missed penalty that would have made a hell of a difference but Kilmacud Crocs are playing the better hurling of them all yeah. John Dorn right over on that far side yeah he's after being hooked there again Brendan like he's in a little bit of trouble like that's a very pacey corner forward on him and uh, it's a line ball to St Mullins yeah and he's got to deal with this John he's got to strike it very very well and he's over there back in his own 45 metre line Cusick stand side for the St Mullins man. the Carlow champions versus the Dublin champions ball goes downfield now here's a bit of a chance for St Mullins it's a good run pacing forward now can they get something here this is Conor Kyo Conor Kyo races forward sends it in and over the bar good score Conor Kyo yeah. good score that's what they're capable of Terence Conor's got the pace 
He's Carlo midfielder. He knows what to do. He's a young man, but he's a. He has a great future and that's a great score, but that's what they need. They need the likes of Connor, they need GM style, and the man coming in is John, John Dyle. And yeah. you know what? His physical presence might have been missed in that first 20 minutes, 24 minutes. He's a big chap, like you know, as I said, he may have had a chance in the first round. He missed the but listen, he had a massive semi final. Yeah, and, 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 and the man that sacrificed here now was Gary Bennett, so yeah. it's not that. He's, it's, just, it's, it's just a tactical switch by Morris. He has to do it. Yeah, no, he has to do it, like you know, and Gary hasn't been playing for a good while. Like he's a player that he, well, he was out of the country for a year and uh, he's back now. And they said he was fitted in today. It didn't really work out for the chap. Look, you know, John Dorn is in and uh, Gary is off. John Dyle is in. Oh, John Gar- Dyle, yeah, John Dyle, sorry. John Dyle is in. Gary Bennett's out. Here come Kilmacud Crooks. Nice bit of support play here between Brendan Scanlon and Fergal Whiteley. There's a reverse pass back towards Brendan Scanlon. Good hook from behind Jericho. He done well. They're working hard, St Mullins, but they're trailing on the scoreboard. Another dainty ball flicked into a man in space. Jack Cavanagh's man turns him. Little bit of a free coming here. There's an advantage coming. They won't need it. They're nippy. They're good. They're fast. And Croke Park is suiting Kilmacud Crooks. Dara Purcell sends this one in and over the bar. And with 25 minutes gone, St Mullins are really, really in trouble here. Yeah, Five yeah. minutes to half time. Yeah. Yeah, they're in big trouble so they are like the, the other guys are so pacey honest to God I, thought, I saw him playing the Leeds champions and like you know Leeds were all over and the Leeds player got sent off but like you know they're a Midland team and they're doing fairly well at the moment here comes uh, Seth Mullins on the attack big ball into the full forward line just trying to get some other big players involved but they're just not allowed Kilmacud croaks after a homework done Jack Cavanagh comes straight to win it back but the keeper comes out of his goal for Kilmacud he's on the 20 metre line and he's going to send it downfield down the Cusick stand side racing on to it is the man wearing 23 Michael Roach for the croaks John Dorn is with him it's John Dorn loses his balance falls on top yeah. of him gives the free so there is a free in for Kilmacud it won't be in any great hurry to take this turn it's 1-12 a total of 15 points to St Mullins 4 and uh, St Mullins well 2 of those 4 have come from freeze from Marty Cavanagh the other 2 from play Conor Keogh excellent score and Paddy Boland but other than that there's not a whole lot more we can say no no listen it's been they haven't really kind of got going as such yet like you know and, and uh, you know as I said the, the Kilmacud Crokes are a very very dainty team they're a very nippy team and I'm just saying the forwards looks to be so fast St Mullins were a little bit loose though weren't they well they were like you know but it's the pace that the other players like are making them look loose because they're all over the place well, here is the free from the far side of the park 7 metres from the sideline inside the 45 Kilmacud float this one in that's but wide. that's gone to the right and wide it's a let off for St Mullins it's a rare wide for Kilmacud Crokes that's 6 wides for, for, for Kilmacud and 3 for St Mullins this game brought to you with thanks to the award winning Chuck Dolman pub and restaurant serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting big thanks to Willie and Bridget Rath there Tullis Street in Carroll great hurling and GA people now here come St Mullins great catch Paddy Ball and goes forward that's more like it for St Mullins much much better and they were good at that against Ferns catching the ball good score Paddy Ball and that's two for Paddy yeah he's a strong little heart he has a great hand like he's a good runner like you know and he has a good eye too that's a great score for Paddy like that's number two for Paddy quick puck out for Kilmacud Crokes all the way down towards Oshin O'Rourke won back by Jack Cavanagh Jack sprints forward does well boots it upfield towards John Dyle John Dyle only in the field a few minutes Scully steady down play turns back in field has physical presence hooked from behind was he pushed no says the referee he was hooked but you won't get much time in Croke Park John you now know but it's one back now by Paddy Boland again Paddy Boland floats it inside he was looking for to get it into the corner towards Jason O'Neill but the service in there hasn't been terrific however to have a chance now Paddy O'Shea comes out he's not the first Paddy O'Shea to wear a five in Croke Park here comes James Dial. James Dial is on his bike inside the 45 James Dial fires it in St Mullins are coming into their own at the moment and they've got two in succession and James Dial puts them on to 
two, another point, which is six. That's much better for St Mullins. Yeah, true. Like you know, James Isle has had some very big games up here. He scored three goals here some years ago for the Carlow Hurlers. Like he's a cracking hurler, so he is. Here come the St Mullins meant to tidy. Oh, the clearance was poor. They were cutting the short clearance earlier on. They just got to get that ball out of there. Paddy Kyo should have known better. Paul Dyle goes back there. Paul Dyle wasn't hanging around, but he sends it out toward. Oh, Martin Cavanagh got a slap on the knuckles there as he went for that one. Back come Kilmacud Crooks, Quail and Conway. Quail and Conway switches it back out towards Michael Roach. Michael Roach turns back around in the ring, has the dummy, loses possession. Kane's back possession. It benefited him in the end because he couldn't catch it the third time. If he scores that, a it's a score cracking right score, but he should have been closed down. It's yeah, a cracking, cracking score from Conway. Yeah, that's a cracking score. For Brilliant play. He just got a little bit too much space as well. 113 is a total of 16 points, six points to St Mullins. Uh, Marty's out in the half hour line now. John Dial has gone in on the, f- on, the on, uh, on the edge of the square, Brendan. Just got to get the ball across towards Philip Connors. Like they have to get Philip Connors and Connor Kyo and, and uh, Jason O'Neill and Paddy Ball into this game. Turns and James Dial. He got a great score a minute ago. They have to get the middle. Here's John Dorman. He danger here. Danger. Yeah, the man is back there, tidying it up as he pushes the back. It's a free out. Yeah, yeah. Paddy Kyo was there. That's it. Uh, Paddy winning that wearing the blue helmet tonight. He's a seasoned campaigner. Paddy, yeah. he used his experience there. One thirteen to Crokes, six points to St Mullins. One yeah. minute remaining in the opening half. Yeah, Paddy going back corner back you know because uh, Gary Bennett has gone off and said John Dyke going in at the edge of the square. Marty out going forward. Yeah, I don't think Marty Cavan is right. No, but like I don't think he's right. No, I think he's off cue. There's something wrong. Yeah, he's, he's kind of hobbling there. Like yeah. seems his left leg seems to be some little bit of a hobble on it. There's right. no hobbling. This fella's like racing forward for Crokes. Kevin Keown might deal with this. Kevin hits his back off the goal post. It's a wide ball for Kilmacud Crooks. It's a wide ball. We're heading towards half time. 29 minutes gone here in Croke Park in the opening half of the AIB Leinster senior semi final. Ballyhill Shamrocks had a big win over Nais in the opening match, but it was a gallant effort from Nais. They could have been out of sight at half time. Here's James Dial. And there's four, three men on James Dial the minute he got to that ball turn, so yeah. they know how dangerous he is. And yeah, it's a Crokes, it's a Crokes line ball because he kicked it off his, it came off his foot like a over the line. Like, listen, James Dial is no nationwide, so he is he's a good hurler. One minute of additional time, which is not a lot. Well, they have a minute of additional time here in Croke Park, the end of this uh, first half here. It hasn't been a great semi final for St Mullins so far. They've showed some promising little spurts and starts. But it hasn't been ideal. No, it hasn't, Brendan. No, as I said, they got off to a bad start in the first five minutes, two wides and the penalty missed. You know, it's one of those things that can happen. But, uh, you know, Kilmacott Crows are a fairly good team, Brendan. They certainly are. They missed a penalty earlier on in terms which didn't help. They're calling the three wides before they missed a penalty. So the one minute of additional time is just about up. There's a sideline ball here taken by Jack Cavanagh. Now, that was hit by the stick of Paddy Bowling. But I think it went out off of Kilmacott Crows. But last chance for St Mullins. A goal before half time would really give them an initiative turns. And I know they won't give up. They'll give it everything. But to be fair, Crokes have been the better team in the they scoreboard. Have, proves they, that. You know, listen, for the first 10 minutes, St Mullins were everybody who goes them. But you know, since then, Crows have kind of take over. Like their their forwards are very, 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 very pacey. So they are, and they're causing a lot of problems. Morris is uh, having a good think down there. Morris Elward, he's never been beaten in Croke Park. He won here with. Uh Pally Raggett back the same year as St Mullins won. There's a great ball back in field towards Paddy Boland. Paddy Ball good bit blocked down. Crokes man did well. Paddy get the free. Referee blows the half time whistle. Two injured players. 1 13 to Kilmacud Crokes. It's six points to St Mullins. It's been a disappointing first half for St Mullins. Terence Kelly, we'll get your view. We'll get a quick view from Michael Walsh. 
Yeah, listen, very disappointing for, for St. Mullins. Like, they started very well for the first five minutes, and, uh, you know, they're well in that game since then. Like, you know, the fleet footers, uh, Croaks players are causing lots of problems up front, and, uh, you know, uh, they may not be deserved to be 113 to six points ahead, but, by, but, but, but they are the better team. Yeah, they're not play- going well, Michael, and uh, to be fair to Croaks, they're the better team. St. Mullins missing too many chances to miss the penalty, and uh, when they got scores, they were great scores, but they're not getting enough, and their, their big men are being kept out of the game. Yeah, completely and utterly uh, kept out of the game, but they're moving the puck outs they're being absolutely alive on the Kilmacud puck outs their movement up here in front of us is, is incredible and uh, like you know I know like they missed the penalty but Kilmacud probably missed two more goal chances as well and they're just tearing them alive on the puck outs they're creating space and, might, and St Mullins don't seem to know where who, who to pick up where to go they need to get settled their back line will be pulled all over the pitch and it's, it's killing them like and, and Marty looks a bit off cue doesn't he yeah for some reason he just doesn't like you know we don't know maybe he's not but he's certainly not his best and him to get into the game the penalty miss was an awful thing for him he he seemed to be very annoyed about it and uh, he didn't really connect with it and he hasn't performed since but you know he's a great player and you know just a score might settle him look it's it's half time we know in hurling that you know no no lead is too big or too small so it's still all the play for but they need a good start in the second half what would you change if you were Morris going in there now? what would you well, tell them d- John d- Dyle has made a bit of a difference since he's come out yeah he has and, and the number 9 has gone back uh, Connor yeah uh, or Papadi yeah, Papadi, yeah. Kill, yeah. they just need Nearly, I nearly play a, a sweeper to be honest with you. Yeah. I, they're creating way too much space, and they've got to be alert to the puckouts. They're, they're being cleaned with their movement on the puckouts. They don't seem to know who's to go with which man. They need to get a man, stick with them, and go with them. I think. Okay, well, they've a lot of work to do in the second half, yeah. Michael. That's yeah. a big lead for Crocs. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Michael. Terence, we're going to hand back to the studio. We'll get your views in a few minutes' time. We've loads of ads to play. It's Black Friday weekend. St Mullins and Kilmacud Crocs. Half time in Croke Park. One thirteen to Crocs. Six points to St Mullins but the Shamrocks are already into the final will it be St Mullins will it be Croaks 30 minutes of action coming up in about 10 minutes time back to you Shane thanks very much Brendan yeah not looking great on the Carlos side of things but Michael Kenny side of things looking a bit better of course as well with James Stevens defeating Michael. just going to give you quick FAI Cup updates for the Kilkenny sides that are competing there there's going to be a fight over the match ball coming back from Cork for Evergreen as Mikey Drennan and Decky McQuillan have both got a hat-trick for Evergreen it looks like they're coming away from Grangeville with an 8-0 victory Bridge United 3-2 up against Mon Red I believe it's a full-time score but huge result there for Bridge United unfortunate then on the St. Canis's side of things they went up to Castlebar and just looking at some of the photos of Castlebar Celtics facilities absolutely unbelievable but they are two goals to the good against St. Canis's we're going to take a quick ad break there I, well, I wouldn't say quick as you did mention Black Friday sales so I'm going to stop talking but so we can get back to Crow Park fairly lively KCLR Live Sport The AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship Semi-Final Kilmacud Croaks versus St Mullins With thanks to the award-winning Chuck Dolman Pub and Restaurant Serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting Yes, it is almost uh, four o'clock But it is time now to head back to Brendan Hennessy Brendan, are you in Croker? Still there? Nah, it's still here, turn, or, uh, Shane. It's disappointing for St Mullins. I'm not going to write them off. They're a great bunch of lads, and you know, hurling and Carlos Billy Burns said the last that there's nothing wrong with it. But in fairness to Kilmacud Crocs, they've been the better team. But the big talk here at halftime is it was a blatant sending off. The referee John Keenan didn't send off the Dublin player. He's since been taken off because he caught Jack Cavanaugh high with a belt of a hurl as well. But um, things go in your favour, and things don't. They missed a the penalty as well at three wides before that. But, you know, they'll show a bit of character in the second half. Morris will change things around, and they'll give it a go. But they're on the back foot. Now, before we do start with the second half as you wait 
Kilmacud Crokes there is a rebuild project in St Mullins because there was a tragedy down there in relation to a house burning on the 4th of November the Collier family from St Mullins Carla were left devastated after their family home was destroyed in a blaze that made its way through every room in the house now at the moment there is a GoFundMe page and there's various things happening with a committee uh, started down there. The Tumbling Paddies are going to be doing a, a concert. They've been secured as the main act on the night of a big concert coming up. They're a young, talented band, as we know, and energetic. We do play them on late night. Six-week folk band from Fermanagh. They've taken the music scene by storm and for the past few years. So the Tumbling Paddies will be a big show. There'll be plenty of advertisements for it and the support on the night will be from Michael Maloney of the Late Late Show fame. Michael performed on the Late Late Show Tai Show in 2020 with singer Dermot Kennedy. He joined them so there's a lot of things happening there at the moment and we just want to say well done to the committee and the neighbours and friends in St Mullins for the Collier family so keep an eye out and give them a bit of support Turns were up and running in the second half 113-6 St Mullins need a massive start they do indeed Paddy Boland has the ball into Ger Cody Brendan here comes Ger coming forward James Doyle outside that 20 metre line sends it in from a different angle that's a super start for St Mullins that's what I was on about before half time we know how good this fella is that's a super star and a super start they're on the 7 points and he battled up there was look if you, I know the people back home might see it on the telly but what we see here there was a few pulls and drags over there he had to battle through them and John Keenan will let some things of that go but that's a great score by yeah, James Dyle true like you know as a fact Paddy Bowling got the ball forced out to Jerry Cody and St James on his inside but James had a lot of work to do from almost an impossible angle sent between the St Mullins on 7 points Kilmacud 113 start of the second half here in Croke Park Kilmacud Croke's playing into the Hill 16 end in this the second half Mark Rogan in possession the floodlights are on in full knocks it out to Fergal Whiteley got 3 points in the first half he's put this one to the left and wide so that's their first wide in the second half for Kilmacud Croke's Ray McMenamin is tuned to us believe it or not in RTE he's directing the news tonight the 9 o'clock news he's a Kilmacud Croke's man but a great friend of ours in KCLR the puck out comes from Kevin Keogh to Paddy O'Shea Paddy sends it down into the corner James Dyle races on for this Keno Kosick is there with him James Dyle as well that's a St Mullins line ball and the oh, linesman says differently but um, not because I'm with Casey Lerber if I was the linesman that was a St Mullins line ball turns. but anyway the linesman seen what he's seen and it's a, it's a line ball to kill McCood Crocs and they've given it away they've given it away here's John Dyle oh John should have done better with that he should have done better it's yeah. gone out to the left and wide they, he got open country there you have to be direct that's the point Michael was making at half time yeah. you've got to take the opportunity yeah he, was just, he, yeah he will be disappointed like he had the chance there you know from about 25 metres out but listen and went to the left and wide racing back to get this is Philip Connors first touch is vital here good interception there from Kilmacud Crokes and a fair old battle on the far side Quayle and Conway the captain the other number 10 Philip Connors is on his knees looking for Jericho Cody is there also in front of the Cusick stand inside the 45 free out to St Mullins free out Connor Kyo, I think is the man that was back there uh, it was because Jack having his way over this side so here is the free the man to take it is the number 14 Martin Cavan he's back there in his own half back line so here's the free from inside his own 45 Marty Kavanagh big ball downfield looking to get it in front of the man wearing 12 that is Conor Kyo. Conor Kyo turning and striking that's gone over the bar that's much more like it from St Mullins that's a great score from Conor Kyo. yeah probably like the best underage player this year arguably the best player in the county this year like a cracking score from young Paddy you know so uh, you know that'll do him no harm that's his second score Brendan young Conor you mean turns I know there's a Paddy out there as well St Mullins break down the ball they're really coming into it in the second half here's Jack Kavanagh Jack Kavanagh 
Turns back onto his left-hand side. Goes for the big one. Give it every chance, but it's gone to the right and wide. But it's much better from Seth Mullins. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah, a little bit much better from, yeah. It's like that's their fifth wide, like the other lads have eight wides. But, uh, you know, Seth Mullins have started very, very well in the second half and what we're only three and a half minutes on. And here come Kilmacud Crocs. The hand pass comes from Keane McGowan. Gives away possession. James Dyle has won it back. James Dyle gets it back to the middle of the park. Here's Marty Cavanagh. The handoff from Marty. Egan Spoon style inside the 45. Looks at the post. Sends it in. That's another point for St. Mullins. They're coming good. They're coming Come on, good. The mouse is on fire now. Yeah, yeah, three for Marty. As I said, he had to jink his way through a few players that time. But you know, he's he, he's a class hurler, like, and he sent it over the bar. Good score. Good score for St Mullins. 34 minutes gone. One thirteen to Kilmacud Crooks. Nine points to St Mullins. Big ball downfield. St Mullins defended well. John Dorn did really, really well. Coming across to pick up the pieces. Martin Cavan again. Chaperoned all the way by Mark Rogan, the centre back of Kilmacud Crooks. Marty shows he's bit of class and panache on that far side. He turns. He was bottled up. He needed to get it to someone. There was no one near him. Croke Park will expose open spaces. Evan Kelly of Mead once told me that. Make a mistake here, and you'll be absolutely showing up big time in Croke Park with the open space. Kilmacud win it back. Long ball in field for Kilmacode in towards Michael Roach. He's on the 13 metre line. Pawdy tries to stay with him. Roach comes out. It's a bit of a pull there. There's a free in, in coming. Yeah, yeah. Been, yeah, well, I suppose he did the right thing. He had to hold the hurley. He was either true, if not, anyway. You know, he held the hurley like it was a free. There's no question mark about oh, it. But. Pawdy says to John Keenan, What's that a free for? <laughs> I could see from here it's a free and I'm a half a mile away. Come on, Pawdy. Free in Kilmacode. But a good start for St Mullins nonetheless in the second half turns. Yeah, a good start. Like, you know, as I said, they're only had six points at half time. They've 9 3. So, as, you know, like they're doing well. And, uh, like, this will be. This will be the Dublin Lads' first score. Kilmacud Croaks, if they get this one, and they should get it. Yeah. In fact, he wanted to see his party tonight as well. Win, lose, or draw, tell him to have a look at the replay. <laughs> he had the man by the arm for 10 yards. <laughs> it is a free. Here's the free for Kilmacud. That is the free that have been awarded. No, Sheena Rourke sends it in. And he sends it over the bar. Kilmacud's first score in the second. That's so it comes fifth. From That's his fifth, Brendan. One thirteen. to the Croaks. One fourteen now from that free. Nine points to St Mullins. Puck out will come from Kevin Kios. Michael Walsh was saying the puck outs are vital here in the second half. Kevin sends it downfield. Underneath it is Marty Cavanagh. Reaches up for it. Back in field. Jack comes in the brother. Trying to get a grip of it. Marty again flicks it back inside. Looking for it was Jason O'Neill. But out comes the opposing number 13. Dara Purcell. He's a quick player. Knocks it up to Michael Roach. This fellow originally wasn't on the programme. One would wonder why. He's an absolute bullet. And if he scores that, it's a cracker. But for me, it's gone to the left and wide. It's wide. It That's wide leaving St Mullins yeah. in it. And you know what? Something tells me there's a bit of a tonic in St Mullins. Kevin Keogh has got to find one of his own men with this ball also. Yeah, in fact, there's a lot of the balls very highly, uh, well, poked out very, very high. Like, and they find it difficult you know, to control their ball. Like, but, uh, there's you know. Kevin. He's a kid dog off the left-hand side, back from the honeymoon, down underneath James Dyle. Got a touch on it, just unlucky. Didn't hang on to it. you got to hang on to them when they come down that far. Tidied up by Croke, centre half back. Mark Grogan, racing forward. Grogan sends the ball in field. Dodgy hand pass. Good man, John Keenan. <laughs> Gives the rub of the green to St Mullins. Yeah. He didn't have to, you know, because 9 out of 10 throw it anyway, but he deemed that to be a throw ball. Maybe that's payback time for the decision in the first half. Well, it was a bit dodgy looking all right, Brendan. They're all know, dodgy turns. And he had, he had all the time in the world to have that ball gone. They'd nearly be better off on hurling introduced throwing it. He threw it once every fourth pass. That would put a stop to a lot of it. There's too many hand passes. But anyway, here's Martin Cavanagh from his vital, own half of the park, 15 metres from the sideline. Yeah, it's a vital free to put St Mullins onto 10 points. Marty sends it in. Send, no, that's not Marty Cavanagh, we know. Wide. It's gone wide again. It's gone wide again. And he looks a bit frustrated down there. He does, like, you know, and, and you know, he's generally a man you can, he lifts everybody all the time. But today he's a, pulling the leg a little bit, I think. 
centre back of uh, Kilmacud Crokes, Mark Rogan, after that run downfield, is receiving a bit of attention at the moment. Yeah, this game is brought to you with thanks to the award winning Chuck Dolman Pub and Restaurant, serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting. And if you haven't heard, Ballyhale Shamrocks are into the final next Sunday afternoon here at headquarters. So will it be Kilmacud Crokes or will it be St Mullins? St Mullins, 37 minutes into this 60 minute game, are trailing by 114 tonight. No hurt turns and hurling, it's not massive, but at the same time. You know, you go down and get a score and they come back and get one. St Mullins realistically need a goal or two to really put them back in the game and it's not looking like it at the moment that they're going to get them. No, no, in fact they're not. You know, they, like, they might tip over like a few points, hopefully if I'm wrong, like, but you know, Billy Bordner on the attack. Yeah, Brennan. this man is causing a trouble. Dara Purcell flicks it across goal chance. Oh my God, the umpire was lucky. He didn't get yeah, uh, nailed. It was hooked from behind. I think it was yeah, Paddy Kyo. Uh, Connor, it was Paddy. Yeah, Paddy yeah, hooked off, him. Not Paddy. In fact, I think he hit Paddy. Like you know, I don't. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's a fourth. It's, 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 it's a sixty-five. Yeah, it's a sixty-five. Yeah, it's a sixty-five. Kilmacud Crocs. But they looked to be going all over Brendan. Like he didn't need to give that extra pass either. Yeah, he didn't, but he gave it. Here it is. Here now. On the big yeah, screen. They're looking at back at it on the big screen. That's what people are seeing at home on their televisions. Yeah, Paddy Kyo put in a great hook. It did indeed. It great did hook, yeah. Yep. Yeah, we're just looking at it again on my own monitor now in front. It's always a little bit behind here in Croke Park, but it was a vital hook from Paddy. It's out for a 65. The man to take it is Oshino Rourke for the du- for the Dublin's Kilmacud Crokes. Yeah, he's after getting a five already, Brendan. This is a, a reasonably good free taker. Well, here he is. Well, he's an inter-county player. You've seen him playing in Parnell Park against Kilkenny. You've seen him playing against Carroll in Parnell Park. He sends this one in and he sends it straight down the middle. And that's the difference. Same as the first match. They're getting the finish. That's another one for him. They make that three frees in a 65 and two from play. Yeah, he's a, he's a decent hurler. Like, you know, yeah, he's Mark, very, very nimble. Here's number 17 in. Yeah, he's in for Mark Rogan, number six, who's injured. The centre-half back for... Kilmacud Crokes so 17 is in 17 is Robert O'Loughlin so Robert is in for the Kilmacud Crokes men so here's the puck out for Kevin Keogh he's gone short to Paul Dial back to Kevin again a little bit of yardage there but Kevin puts this one high it's going to drop down on the 65 metre line and St Mullins run on to it Jack Cavanagh just couldn't hold it James Dial is after it now they know how dangerous he can be but he has to get the ball in his hand and there's three or four every time he goes for that ball he's been that's a free in didn't yeah, get it should have been a free just didn't get it didn't get it back come Crokes back across field towards Oshin O'Rourke Oshin O'Rourke oh, he got plenty of pace this fella goes inside Mick Walsh Jared Cody as well sends it in score, that's a quality score he's the real difference between the two yeah. sides his pace is absolutely burning the St Mullins defence at the moment Oshin O'Rourke yeah he's very very pacey another so point for a, him you know he's a cracking hurler so 115 to 9 points and it's looking very very dodgy looking, dodgy now, looking for St Mullins now they need yeah. goals are they going to go looking for the Paddy Bolin Races back onto this. His first touch was excellent. Here they go now. Can they get something here? Flicked it back in field. Here's Martin Kavanagh. Fouled inside the D. Referee didn't give any advantage. Marty gives it back to Jack. Jack drills in a big one. Oh, the keeper just caught that in the bread basket. And the keeper is Eddie Gibbons. 
Eddie Gibbon sends it downfield. It's a free, down, it's a free, free this down, time. Right? The yep. Mullins man, Paddy O'Shea, caught the Kilmacud man, Fergal Whiteley. Yeah. He came through him that time, so it's a free to Kilmacud midway between the 45 and 65. It's not a pretty game at the moment, Ernst. Not a pretty game. Like Paddy had a massive game uh, uh, the last day against Ferns. Today he's a little bit off of, of colour, like, you know, because he's a very, very capable hurler. You know, he's only 21 year old, this young lad, but it's a free down in the centre forward. Ocean Norrup is going to try to add to his tally, but it's a long way out, Brendan. Yeah, this fellow's the difference, Michael, isn't he? Ocean Norrup. But St Mullins, to be fair, got a few lovely move scores, but they're gone back out of the game again. Yeah, well, yeah, they're, they're, the pace of Kilmacud is absolutely killing them. They should have got another goal there just a few minutes ago, ended up getting a point, but their movement all over the field is, they're right about this, but their half hour line in general, I think, is very, very good. Yeah, well, I put the mockers on Ocean Norrup this time, but he sends it to the right and wide. Michael, you, you, you know James style of Olden Hall, but every time he gets possession, there's five or six on top of him, so they've done their homework. Yeah, they have their homework done. Uh, there's no question about that. They're, they're really closing them down well. There's plenty of space up here, but uh, they seem to be finding it much easier. A goal would really be a big help to St Mullins at this stage, but not looking likely. Though, just it? can't make it stick at the minute. Yeah, but you never know. You never know. Thanks, Mike. Michael Walsh was with us on the analysis. He'll be with us next week here in Croke Park. Uh, will it be Kilmacud Crokes or St Mullins? It's looking very much like Kilmacud Crokes at the moment. They don't want to write off St Mullins, but 116 to nine is ten points between the sides at the moment. I know people will say it's not a lot in hurling, but Kilmacud Crokes are just playing that little bit better. It's scrappy. No one is getting the clean pick up or the clean touch. They're all giving it their best. They're amateur sportsmen, but Kilmacud go in there and they win the break and there's a man screaming for it here. That's good defence from St Mullins this time. Can they come away with something? No, they had it and they lost it again. And back comes Ronan Hayes, still going forward. Good defence, Paddy O'Shea. Paddy O'Shea gets it to Paul Dial and the referee said it was thrown up three times and it's going to be a free and, and turns when your day is not in yeah. your day is not in because uh, Paul Dyle has never made that mistake before has he? No listen he's a classy hurler I always, you know, Paul is one of those people you don't see him come out that many times through players but you know you very seldom see players going in past them yeah. you know I come to a very very good fullback, and uh, you know he's one of those players that's very very seldom shown yeah. up he's it, a good hurler it, it's, I don't want to use the word disappointed there's a lot of passionate uh, Mullins people at home and Carlow people listening but it's not the performance we were expecting they're not there's just something wrong I know they've come up again a better team but it's just not working out for them yeah, the fluency is not there it's not like you know in fact you know they haven't kind of turned up as they can turn up yeah. I'm just saying that's that the a fair pace, comment yeah. the pace of the Kilmacut Crow players like in the half forward line are causing massive problems like you know the half back line for St. Mons have been pulled all over the place the full back line are having plenty of problems also and uh, you know as I said it's not, it's, it's not ideal for St. Mullins as I said that it's great for them to be here but you know they'll be disappointed with their own performance yeah the breaking ball is favouring Crooks at the moment as well this man has bundled the pace too Dara Purcell gets it across to Keane McGowan McGowan down to the middle of the park and that's a beautiful take from the full forward Ronan Hayes Hayes comes forward Mick Walsh has no stick but he's chasing them all the way the referee is coming back for a free I think outside the 65 because he was playing the advantage and uh, Michael Walsh's hurl is inside the far 65 Marty Cavan will have to throw that back to him 117 to Croaks 9 points to St Mullins 40, yeah. 43 minutes gone it could be a long half Cairns it could be a long half Brendan like you know as I said that uh, you know it was, I was looking forward to this game so much I was speaking with Gerard Cody last night Jack Cavanagh last night and they were so they felt so up for the game like you know and I kind of, I kind of thought they were giving a huge performance but listen it hasn't happened for him yet and uh, you know the clock is again him now too it certainly is the free for Kilmacud Crocs six metres in from the sideline in front of the stand Hogan stand he's uh, six metres in into the hill 16 goal Oshin O'Rourke he's been impeccable so far he's got four frees three from play 165 can he add to his tally he bends 
he lifts he's not the fastest in the world at doing it but that's why he's good at it and he strikes and the umpire has a look at I this that's wide. it's a wide ball it is wide yeah. it's a wide ball he was a long way out though but at this moment that's as good as a score for him at this moment in time yeah it probably is like, but you'd rather have it up on the board but at the same time as I said he's a quality player as I said he was a long ways out and uh, you know John Dordan is on the yeah he was the held there John now he this is, is yeah. ideal what, what John has got to do here now I don't want to become a coach but he's got to put this in around the house and here he goes and he has he's put it down into the corner and that's a great take this man is playing well Paddy Boland yeah, to me like he's the best forward to have a safe front play there like, yeah, yes, he Brennan, that's he's, see this is the difference yeah, you've got to like, get all them he's competing he's good hand and physically he's strong and he, you know his man has enough to do now try to contain Paddy Paddy's doing two okay two subs there. coming in for St Mullins yeah number 20 and number 25 that's O'Shane Ryan yeah. and 25 is Eddie Doyle yeah So 20 is in for Jason. Jason O'Neill. Yeah, well. you know, like in fairness now, Jason saw very little of the, of the, of the game today. Like, you know, it was that said, type of game though, wasn't it? Yeah, the Cracken County finally. He wasn't great against Ferns, but I'm just saying he's a player that on a good day, he's a joy to watch. But today, like, it didn't really work out for the job. Yeah. So Philip Connors and Jason O'Neill are gone and the two men in are Oshin Ryan and Eddie Dial. It's a big ask, but 15 minutes remaining here in Croke Park 117 to Croke's 9 points to St Mullins yeah. here they go it's a nice ball into the middle of the field Paddy O'Shea runs onto it he had a bit to do but they didn't they weren't clinical enough on it either St Mullins here comes James Dial. they've got yeah, the free yeah. this time they've got the free yeah he's trying his best James no, he certainly uh, is every but time he's, he's, he has the ball there seem to be 2 and 3 people yeah well Michael, Michael spotted that too and you've said it I mean the work rate of Croke's and they know yeah. his capabilities and and Kino Kahayasik is sticking to him like a plaster here's yeah, Marty with the free yeah well they have their homework done like you know there's a couple of very big names in there a couple of youngsters there like but Marty's going to try to add to his tally and uh, this is okay yeah it's gone over the, gone over the bar Marty Kavanagh that's his fourth one Brendan fourth for Marty he'd normally have 10 or 11 this stage though ter- yeah yeah absolutely like you know he's probably missing the penalty like has maybe put him off his game but he seems to be kind of carrying a leg I think and not no doctor but at the same time he seems to be a little bit impaired by his, his movements and that ball has gone out over the line on the far side St Mullins ball and over there I think that is actually Marty Gavin in possession over the place. Yeah, how did he get? How did he get back there? Yeah. Cody is going to take the sideline ball. Sting is going out of the game, though, isn't it? It is. It is like you know, in fact, the Pip is going out of the same because double scored twenty points to ten, and uh, you know it's a long ways back. And it certainly is. And, and you know, it can happen. Teams in Croke Park. It happened Port Arlington last week against Gilmacud Crocs yeah. after a brilliant win against Palatine. Yeah, well, that's true. Like there's only thirteen minutes left. So as I said, it's one of those days that passes very quick, especially like you know if, if it's not going according to plan. Yeah, well, here's going to according to plan for Kilmacud Crocs because there's a nice ball from Darab. Purcell across to Oshin O'Rourke and Oshin O'Rourke this time he puts it yes. wide well we're going to Hawkeye we're going to Hawkeye for the first time this afternoon is it a tall or is it a kneel oh Terry I don't know what you commentated on Hawkeye before but we leave this one with you anyway you'll, you'll, see the, you'll see the replay on the graphic there's John Keenan looking up at it I leave it to Hawkeye so I will bring it <laughs> afraid to take the gamble 117 to Kilmaco 10 points to St Mullins is it 118 here we go and it's wide that's a kneel I think God, it's just about it's Jeez, a kneel yeah. Yeah. it's a kneel that's yeah. a kneel very close to the post Richie Kavanagh Tom means yes and Neil means no yeah what was in, the name of that song in get out your fuckle lower <laughs> F-O-C-I-L I said there that's the name here we go Jack Kavanagh looking for a point for St Mullins sends it in floats it over the bar Jack gets the score Jack Kavanagh puts them on to 11 points 9 between them 
can it be the comeback of all comebacks 48 minutes gone 117 to Crokes 11 points to St Mullins balls downfield into the hand of Oshin O'Rourke by far the man of the match here today back to Brian Sheehy Ah, that's a super score this fella is on the Kilmacud Crokes football team and I'll tell you one thing scoring a point like that I don't think he'll be playing any football next week I think he'll be playing hurling and he's weird number two Brendan he so is he may move up the field next week 21 points to 11 we're back to a 10 point game 49 minutes played 11 left on the clock here well Keswick for Kilmacud Crokes in the glory glare of the floodlights at Croke Park McCrokes coming well and running well off the ball Brian Hayes big ball in field but it's too well hit Kevin Keogh will let this one run and it's out for a wide and it's going to be a puck out for Kevin Keogh and St Mullins yeah in fact they, you know, they're pulling them apart like the forwards are all over the place there's four milk and a half in saying that half. if they could orchestrate a good puck out here and get two goals it will well, put the fat in the foot it's hard to see where it'll come from and then there's a big if there like you a know, big like, if you know, 21-11 like, 10 you know, points like, is in it yeah. yeah and they're not moving that well either like yeah. you know James Dyle reached for that one got a touch on it but again Brian Sheehy comes down the breaking ball has favoured Kilmacud all day and they're slick and they're moving it very very quickly they're a nice outfit Ronan Hayes Ronan Hayes lobs it in Paul Dyle reaches for it but out comes Kevin Keogh from the goal Kevin has it looks downfield there's the short ball out to John Dorn nice stick work from John John was hooked from behind as he went to clear it though and Oshin O'Rourke picks up the pieces that's the difference the breaking ball has favoured them all day and they've got it in and over the bar he's been instrumental for Kilmacud Crocs he has indeed like you know John Dorden has been a massive warrior for St. Mullins down through the years he was wing back on the team in 06 that won the championship and just saying he's there a long time I think, and, he's six, I think he's six senior championships John if my memory serves yeah, me right yeah he would have like you know but listen he has been a massive massive warrior all down through the years like today Crow Park seems to be a little big for him like you know it's a pacey place out there and uh, you know he's not the youngest he's certainly not but he's uh, one hell of a player yeah, absolutely yeah yeah absolutely like, yeah. great great club man great yeah he, man. Ha- he has six titles John yes he has yeah. yeah here come Kilmacud well they have a Leinster title next week this could be game set a match there's a great bit of play by Jared Cody yes. and we're coming back for a free outs here on the 65 metre line it's going to be a free to yeah there's only nine minutes left Brendan Jack Kevin is remonstrating with him right about yeah, that free yeah he's bloody through it you know one would wonder what would have happened if they had been reduced to 14 but they seem to be playing very well I think they probably would have coped wouldn't they Terence? yeah probably would have coped like you know as I said to see that that incident like you know where he was kind of semi-strangled going in with that ball did he catch the helmet I'm just did looking back at the, the replay deep? of this yeah. that he's given a free for I, I don't see a lot in this yeah well anyway Washington Rook is going to stick it over the bar. It just wasn't to be for St Mullins today. It turns no, listen, it, listen, eight beaten. minutes remaining. Yeah, listen, beaten. Well, not beaten yet, but listen, it looks like if they're going to be beaten by a much better team, a very pacey team, and uh, like the defence were kind of pulled all over the place. And uh, you know, this should be another point. This is handy work for this Washington Rook. Yeah, simple. I would have got that. That's going in and over the bar as well. So that's another one for Kilmacud Crokes. This game kindly sponsored by. Like that's Chuck nine, Dolman that's 9 for O'Shea now like you know and he's at his ease out there but thanks to the award winning Chuck Dolman pub and restaurant serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting yeah James I thought he would have had a free there like with the referee John Dyle could have a goal here here comes Conor Kill. that's another that's another that has to be a penalty massive, that's another massive that's only a free down. it wasn't in far enough yeah, no. they'll have to go for a goal though no he, uh, he was outside the yeah, I think it was inside it I'd like to see the replay his feet, are, his feet are inside are he's in the box yeah his feet are in the box it's a, it should have been a penalty should have been a penalty it's a yellow card 
for, for the man. Mm, man suffering a little bit of cramp at the moment. Yeah, I, I think he is the one that got the yellow card, Brendan. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of gamesmanship there as well. He's back up, but if he has a cramp, he's a cramp in fairness to the lad. I think it's the, it's the wing half back, it's the full back. It's the full back, it's uh, Dara Butler. Yeah, he's being treated outside of the box there now. Yeah. Yeah, well, in fairness, the foul was outside the box, but it was a rugby tackle. It was a rugby tackle. The blood's up here now as well because the referee's indicated that Keane Ryan has blood, so he has to leave the park. There will be a blood sub to be no panic from Kilmacud Crokes. 120 to Kilmacud, 11 points to set Mullins. Marty Kavanagh has to go for a goal here. He's outside the 21 metre line. Turns, he's got to go low here. This is like TJ yeah, below no. and Thurless against St Thomas's. Yeah. He's got to go low here. Here's number 27. 27, the blood sub is coming in. That's uh, 27 is Rory Smith. Marty Kavanagh's got to be four outfield players and the goalkeeper there it is took the points he took the point Marty he puts them on to 12 points temporary substitution 23-11 7 minutes remaining I have to be honest I wasn't expecting this I wasn't either Brendan. a lot of people weren't I was talking to, to yeah. uh, a lot of the hurling lads inside and they all said it was a 50-50 game good take John Dorn well yeah. done John yeah I know in fact I honestly thought now you know I thought St. Mons would give him a massive 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 game be honest with you, like, but not over yet turns. no it's not over yet but it's not too far not over point. yet but not over at all not over at all ooh White ball could have been a goal. There was a know, chance for Eddie Dial. It's easy to talk from here, but why did he lash on the ground? Why yeah. did he go to raise it? Pull on it. Yeah. John Fenton style. John Fenton. God, that's going back a few days, Brendan. Yeah, it broke favourably for him. Well, to turn to be honest, now we just looked at the keeper. He hadn't really the angle to do it, and I had the benefit of a monitor as well. So, in fairness, yeah, that answers now. the question. Here yeah. We go. Yeah, just. Uh, the defender to be fair did well yeah but he did well it was always going to be a bit difficult there's a better angle for you now on your monitor here been spoiled here today Tarek Kelly. you don't get this and watch Cullen Park well in fairness to the defender which was Robert O'Loughlin he uh, got stuck in there 54 just 55 minutes played 120 to the Crokes yeah. 12 points to St Mullins just wasn't to be for the men in green today this game brought to you with thanks to the award winning Chuck Dolman pub and restaurant serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting free out yeah Marty is in the middle of it again there yeah. like trying to he's back in his own defence he's up front like he's all over the place but didn't really go for the man yeah there's Jack taking the free quickly in around the house it goes James Dial. St Mullins have it up St Mullins going looking for the score John Dial. chance now James Dial. Back to James Dyle. Here's the shot. Oh, just goes to the left and wide. He just went for it. Didn't happen. They have got chances, Terry Kelly. They have, yeah, they have. They have yeah, they got but they didn't get the scores. You know, it's the fact, like, you know, as I said, they had two chances in the last three minutes. There's a sub in. Number, ni- or number 19 is back yeah, in. They've emptied the bench to know they have the job done. 19 is uh, Keen, uh, Keen Ryan. Keen Ryan is back in there. And the blood sub has been reversed. They could have nearly left them on, I suppose. The stewards are making their way to end the match positions. They just want to keep everybody off the pitch because the finals are here next week. Yeah, there's and, a uh, chap on the ground behind injured Brendan Kilmacud. Yeah. Croaks player, but listen, he's not too bad. He's sitting up now. That just kills momentum, but the referee is telling them to get on with play. So the clock says 56 minutes, four minutes remaining. Good interception, Paddy Kyo. Jack Cavanagh. Connor Kyo. Outcome, Kilmacud's number eight. That's it, Brian Hayes. Down towards Paul Dial. 
Paul Dyle defended it well. And Paul yeah. Dyle always defends it well. Yeah, he's he's one. He's just one of the shining lights for today, yeah, really, isn't listen, he? He's very sudden beat. A great time for this man. Like he is, he's so steady, you know. Yeah, here's James Dyle again. Three men on him every time. Every time. Impossible for James Dyle to do anything like he normally can do. That's and then Seth Mullins fall into the trap and give a free out. Yeah, so free we approach out. the final few minutes. It's going to be a win for Kilmacud Crokes. It will be a Kilmacud Crokes. Shamrocks final next week here in Croke Park but to be fair to St Mullins Terence they won the Carlow Championship to beat they beat the Wexford Champions they did, they did, they did. and they got their first outing in Croke Park which is a big task for fellas that have never been here before but to be yeah. fair to Crokes they've been the better team they have been the better team like, but you know in fairness like, you know, if St Mullins were offered the County Championship in the beginning of the year and get to Croke Park like, you know, in Leinster semi-final they probably would have taken it to Brennan like, they certainly know? would yeah. you know as I said that they've done themselves their club and their families proud but they didn't play as they can play no Kilmacud was probably part of the answer to that though well they weren't allowed players of us yeah yeah, yeah. well fair comment fair comment well we'll be back next week with KSLR 96 FM and that That's will be for way. Shamrocks Bally Hill against Kilmacud because we've two minutes remaining now and it's 23 points to 12 so there's no big way back for the St Mullins men Kevin Keown and Paul Dyle play a little short intricate passing game and Kevin unleashes one the full length of Croke Park drops in field with the corner back this fella has been good in the second half in particular Brian Sheehy out come Crokes with the ball they've no real answer St Mullins to this as Kahalok Kahasik comes forward tries to step inside Mick Welsh and they did step inside Fergal Whiteley plenty of pace from the Dublin number 12 he's played along for Dublin under Matty Kenny over the last number of years back to Whiteley has a look at the post drives it in drives it oh hit the post it hit the post Paul Dial will tidy it up plays the short ball out to his centre Michael Walsh Michael looks downfield short ball from Michael down towards John Dial John Dial across the 45 metre line down towards Conor Kyo Conor got the uh, point earlier on he goes running through chance here now Conor Kyo good defending balls flipped off his stick when he went out he's looking for the free and he didn't get it he might have a case there but I'd like to have a look at it again and then the referee gives an advantage for a Mickey Mouse challenge which was does nothing in coming out and Conor Kyo didn't get anything but anyway that's hurling and that's what happens here come Kilmacud Crocs they've been by far the better team yeah, by far the better team on front especially Brendan yeah, they're, they're flying all yeah. over the place so yeah they are, they're like, well you know, able to move like it's hard to see anybody giving Ballyhale a game but you know like they'll, they'll, they'll probably give a game for 35-40 yeah, minutes these lads move yeah but yeah, it, you know to have they had plenty of possessions there 121 wouldn't be enough to beat the Shamrocks oh god it wouldn't well, it, well in the first 10 minutes performance today like, the Shamrocks looked average they did yeah but, but they the weren't average half. in the end oh god, they were very good. Carl Connolly is in for St Mullins he gets a run out in Croke Park change has been made Cahal one of three brothers that's on the panel down there I think it's Paddy has been taken out that fight I think it's Paddy O'Shea is coming out St Mullins are just going to uh, yeah, it is, yeah. empty the bench there Three minutes of yeah, additional time. Yeah, three minutes. So that's going to be. Here's James Dial. Outside the 45, floats it in. Big ball was gone to the right and wide. Also, again, well marshalled. As Michael and Turns were said yeah. after Hornbrook done Turns. Yeah, Paddy Walsh has been introduced also, Brendan, in place of Marty Kavanagh. Yeah. Paddy Walsh coming on. Yeah, one of the captain's brother, Paddy. Paddy's a brother of Michael's centre back. Yeah. 
And Marty Cavanagh has been withdrawn. Another rubber on the panel also, John. 24 points to 12. Marty be disappointed because disappointed, he's, he's one of our, he's one of the great players, but it is. just didn't happen from on the day. Listen, he's, he's he's a cracking player, so he is like he has one of those days. He didn't move right either, Brendan. Like there was some little. He got hits. he got a fair belt in the Ferns match, sir. So he mightn't recover it fully. Yeah, well, anyway, you know, as I said, everybody knows Marty. Nice. As I said, he's a <laughs> yes, certainly do. No, he's, a, he's like he's a good hurler on the day. As for the team, it didn't go according to plan. No, it didn't work out for them. Well, there we go. It's just about over here. One twenty-one. Disappointing in the end terms, but you said it all. They brought us on a great journey. We shamrocks with Casey are in the final next week either yeah, way. Right. But we would have been we would have been delighted to have St Mullins, but just not to be. And we can't take anything from Kilmacud Crocs from no. the off. No, they no, were exemplary. Like, they, they performed well. Listen, they're a fair club, and they're finishing well too. They are, in fact, they're in the senior football also. Yeah, so, just so it's a big day for Kilmacud. That's a point going in and over the yeah, bar. Brendan Scanlon. That's his second one, Brendan. No, all in all, like, you know, St. Mons are after having a very, very good year, said, so won the domestic challenge anyway, and beating the Wexford champions and getting to Croke Park. You know, it wasn't the, it wasn't the bad years work for him. No, this man has been brilliant as well for Kilmacud Crocs. Brian Scanlon, just a big thank you to uh, Chuck Dolman for their kind sponsorship this afternoon. That's gone in and over the bar and Kilmacud Crocs are going to win this one. Easily easing up here. Three minutes of additional time. One and a half minutes of that additional time is gone. But turns, we've had some great days out to Joe Mack this year. The... Uh, Carlo teams going well county finals semi-finals at all levels here's a goal chance they have to get something they probably deserve something there it is back of the net they've yeah. got the goal Conor Kyo and you know what he's been the shining light in Carlo hurling this year especially for Tom Mullally and the Carlo team in the middle of the field beside Fieger Fitzpatrick two young men he's one of the shining lights yeah, coming is. forward he had a bit to do there and that's a good finish by Conor yeah it's true like you know as I said I, I rate him very highly like as I said he's a good shot he's only a young lad and uh, you know as I said he, and delighted for him like, to, you know, to get his goal in, in Crow Park he also yeah. got two points so I'm just saying he's a decent hurler well don't forget to support the Collier family on the GoFundMe page and the big concert with the Tumlin Paddies coming up and the replay comes back from Kilmacud Crocs it goes, goes over the bar when your day is in your day is in now for me the that was forward, in the we're forward. going to Hawkeye that, for me that's a point yeah, we're going to Hawkeye the one that kind of thought he got it anyway so. yeah. and just to mention because St Mullins and Greg Namana will be involved on St Stephen's Day in Bahan at St Mullins home pitch we have the annual charity game for the Carroll Kilkenny home care team and there's been a great work done there with uh, the committee Helen Ryan the chief organiser there over the years with a great committee down there for the Carlock and Kenny home care team so we wish them all very well in Bahana on St Stephen's Day for the Carlock and Kenny home care team so that's always a great day out it was in Greg Namana last year it's in Bahana this year and we wish them all the very best and of course the St Mullins dinner dances at the end of January in the Brandon House in Euros make sure you get your tickets and contact the club but thanks to everyone who's been with us for Carlow Hurling Matches Club and County throughout the year to all our sponsors to all our team and KCLR engineers management and everybody we do hope you've enjoyed all our coverage as Kilmacud Crocs wrap it up here in Croke Park the three minutes are up on John Keane and the Ockram referees whistle it looks like he's going to call for the ball yeah, he, he calls for the ball it. it's been their first day in Croke Park it's one they'll remember for playing in but it's not one they'll remember for performance they're dejected St Mullins it just wasn't to be but to a man Kilmacud Crocs stood up today and started as the finished and they've got their way to a Leinster final against the mighty Ballyhale Shamrocks that will be here next Sunday afternoon turns just a word we said it all I think in the commentary before we go straight back to the lads I think to be fair it just wasn't to be it wasn't to be like you know some people have said they didn't turn up but maybe they weren't let turn up Brendan on the day like you know they have been doing very very well all year through the domestic like through the first round in Leinster but on the day Kilmacud Crows the pace of the half hour line absolutely destroyed like the full back line were under an awful lot of pressure from the world goal but listen Kilmacud have some very very decent hurlers 
Listen, it's easy to say don't be downhearted. Like, they will be downhearted, St. Moran's not a doubt the world, like, you know. But they're a club who won a lot of titles and, like, they will be. Like, and they'll win more. They will, of course, like, they will, of they course, will like, you know, they have a lot of young players and a few players getting in maybe near the end of the road for themselves. But they're a club, like, they're a proud club down there, like, as I said, the fact they beat today, but anyway, it was great for them to win the domestic and to get the program. The only talking point was the, the no uh, sending off in the first half, but yeah, I think it, yeah. it wouldn't have really made a big difference, would it? I, I, no, listen, it probably wouldn't, like, you know, because uh, the pace of the kid. Cross players in the half forward line and the full forward line that put the players all over the place and you know St. Mullins weren't sure who, who they were marking a lot of the time because people were interchanging all the time but listen it was a great effort the parish to get the Crow Park and uh, you know as I said it's easy to say don't be down and out it's hard not to be after performance like this but Kilmacud are not too bad No certainly not we wish them well in the final they're playing Ballyhead Shamrocks we'll be live here from Crow Park next Sunday afternoon thanks to everyone for listening today to Michael Walsh on analysis throughout the afternoon and his input here on our St. Mullins match also we'll be back next week with all the coverage from Croke Park and turns to you and your family happy Christmas I know we've had a great year we've been right around the country Belfast the whole shebang uh, we'll do it all again in 2023 I hope but uh, we finish up on a sad day that the Carroll team hasn't gone through but when you look back at it we've had some great days out and after all St Mullins are county champions absolutely like you know as I said that uh, you know it's disappointing for him today but as I said had to be an offer Croke Park had to be an offer county championship and the uh, first round win over the Wexford champions early in the year to probably will have taken Brendan OK Terry thank you very much for today Terence not at all Brendan it's been a pleasure to be back here it's been a while since I was up here again like, but listen hopefully we'll be back again you're back with the Rangers next year anyway well fingers and toes crossed <laughs> we hope for the best you like that one Lisa <laughs> anyway Gaelic Bingo Wednesday night a fundraising platform for all clubs Shamrocks are involved now Ballyhale Shamrocks all the clubs throughout Carl are involved we're giving away 5,200 on Gaelic Bingo Wednesday night make sure you buy a book before 3pm on Wednesday 5,200 to give away we wish you well happy Christmas from Croke Park to all our Carlo listeners thanks for listening during the year congratulations to Kilmacud Crokes and we talk to you next Sunday from Ballyhale Shamrocks and Kilmacud live here from Croke Park with Michael Walsh and myself Sloan Live Galair back to you Shane KCLR Live Sport The AIB Leinster Club Senior Hurling Championship Semi-Final Kilmacud Croaks versus St Mullins With thanks to the award-winning Chuck Dolman Pub and Restaurant Serving great food daily in a relaxed and friendly setting Well now 